Welcome in, Z89, the Juice listeners. I'm your host, Noah Weinberg, and I'm joined today with Caps Lock, uh, an artist out of South Carolina. So, Caps Lock, uh, for members of our audience who don't know anything about you, uh, what should people get to know about Caps Lock, both, both as a person and as a musical artist? So, uh, my name is Caps Lock. I make music. Um, I, I'm 16 years old, and I live in South Carolina. Nice. That's, that's, listen, solid answer. Um, was there anything about growing up in Spartanburg, South Carolina, that like influenced the musician that you are today? A hundred, well, mm, yeah, a hundred percent. Cause the, where I live, like the music, there is no music scene out here. Like there's no, nobody else makes music. Like it's not a popular thing at all. And it can, it's like probably most judged here i would say so like being an artist like living in this area and coming up in this area it's like it was a good like challenge and like put my head in the right place i would say absolutely um i mean you're only 16 but like could you describe your come up for people like how how did you get to the point where you are now so basically i was like i I started making music when i was like 11 or 12 and i was just like in my room on my computer on like audacity like I didn't know what I was doing but I had to start somewhere and yeah I was just making music like it was a joke at first just for like fun but then I actually started enjoying it and it became like very serious so when I was like 13 I started like posting my music on TikTok like trying to get it like trying to market on TikTok trying to get people to hear it and it it worked and a lot of people liked it so that that gave me my my first traction, I would say. Would you say that like blowing up on TikTok was how you were able to realize that like music is the thing that you wanted to do? Or was it like a gradual progression of just making it for fun? Gradual progression. I knew before, I knew before like I um had like made in any like fan base or anything. I knew that I knew like music is what I wanted to do. Like that's what I wanted my career to be. Absolutely. Um. So like, I've listened to all of your all of your stuff and um you're definitely a unique artist in today's Thank game you, especially like the type of production you use like how you manipulate your vocals so I'm just curious um like what do you think sets you apart from the countless other artists in today's game I would say like mu- like just music wise like basically you know, it could be it could be anything music wise who you are as a person anything well, I think a lot of artists have um, a lot of artists get bad um, mentality on them whenever they get some traction or start blowing up and like, you know, may what, what's a good example? Some some artists just like get 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 their head to get get up in their head and get egotistical, and I'm like, that's something that I know that I'm. I hope I never do like. That's one of my like big morals that I never want to get like that. And music wise, really just um I would say the my beat um selection, my beat selection, I feel like uh differs me apart from other artists because I don't hear many other artists using the same type of beats that I be using. Absolutely. Would you would you say you're someone who makes their beats from scratch? Are you finding them on YouTube? Like how how do you how do you pick a beat and know that that's a song that you want to make from it? So I was actually talking about this literally last night. I do. Sometimes I'll just 
straight from scratch, make an entire beat. Cause yeah, I like, I'll get an image in my head and then I'll, you know, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not a crazy producer. Like I'm, I'm not, my main skill is not producing, but I'm have enough producing skill to be able to lay an image down if I have one. So I do that a lot. And then I'll get like one of my friends who like actually produces to once I have my layout, he can take it and make it into like a real, a real beat. But then other times I do just like find YouTube beats. Nice. Um, so like you're you're a rising artist. You got over fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. You've accumulated millions of streams, and you're only sixteen years old. So my natural question is like, what is high school like for you? Like, do you go to a public school? Like, do your friends no. clown on you for being TikTok famous? Like, what's it like? It's actually kind of crazy. Like, I don't go to school anymore because, like, I went ninth grade year and I had already had like everything going. But then from tenth grade. I stopped, I started doing online school and now I'm in 12. So I've been doing, I've been doing online for a little bit now, but like, I still, I still technically go to my high school. So I go to like events and stuff and like football games. And it's, it's like, it gets kind of annoying when everybody's just screaming, Oh my God, caps lock. Oh my God. I mean, hey, that's, it's a pretty once in a generation type of high school experience. I got to let you know, but I mean, you're a senior right now, as you said. So, like, do you do you like consider going to college at all, or is it just like music, music, music? I I am considering college. I I definitely want to do a gap year at least because I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to go to college right now. It's just in the air, and I also just want to see how how far music keeps going, how it progresses, and that'll be a big factor in my decision. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you're 16. And are there any like moments or experiences of people like not respecting your musical craft strictly because you are so young or is it just like people are super? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All like, I feel like, well, I don't really know if it's, I don't know the reason. I don't know if it's because I'm young or like what it is, but I mean, that happens all the time. People like just, you know. Yeah. Do you have like any examples of somebody like clowning you for, for the music you make or let me think i remember so like like i said earlier like my the city i live in is like no music scene everybody like that's a very weird thing to do i remember one time one time in like ninth grade there was like this group there was this group of kids and i, I like walked by them and all of them were like oh oh shoot like that's caps lock like they all like supported me they all knew who I was and were supportive and like oh your music's tough one of them didn't know didn't know me and was just like oh your music sucks like he's never even heard it he's like your music sucks it's terrible and then they were like they're like bro you don't even know what you're talking about and pulled up the song like pulled up one of my songs and played it and then he was like oh shoot my fault my fault damn that's pretty crazy um so like you make a very specific type of music you make a lot of like hyper pop some people describe it as plug and be type music. So I'm curious, like, who were your favorite musicians growing up? And like, how have they inspired you to make this like very unique type of music? So I like, whenever I was like really younger, I'm like, I really liked Uzi. I was big in like the, the old SoundCloud wave, listening to those kind of artists. I really liked 
juice a lot whenever like I was like 11 I would think I'd say like I would I actually knew like every single one of his songs that's pretty much all I listened to and I think um they both definitely influenced me on I wouldn't say around like the beat selection but definitely in like my flow and stuff and the way yeah just just my flow like the way the way I rap I could say I can see some um some ways that I've, I've like grown from them absolutely I mean do you have any uh dream collaborations that you hope to one day turn into a reality oh if I could collab with anybody yeah I definitely want to collab with like if I could collab with anybody in the world I definitely want to collab with some like famous pop singer I'd, I wouldn't want it to be a rapper I'd want it to be like like Justin Bieber or something a caps lock and Justin Bieber song. All right, let's get it going. Let's, let's oh, start yeah. it up. <laughs> um, so like you, you had a song kind of blow up on TikTok has to be. And so I'm wondering like, what was the entire experience like from like releasing has to be to watching it, get all these streams and blow up on TikTok. Like, what did it feel like for you? So I remember making this, like, I remember making the song and I knew immediately when I made the song, um, I was like, oh yeah, like there's like it was mostly in the instrumental, like in the beat that really stuck out to me. And I was like, there's like something like this song is like very special. I know there's like something about it. So I me and my manager, what we do whenever we um have a release is we get on a phone and we just like plan out how we're gonna market. And we came up with the idea of making TikToks being like, I used this sound, I manifested with this sound and it gave me good luck and all of this stuff that like was in our minds like okay that'll make um interactive interactive marketing where other people will be using the sound and I don't really have to do anything for it so we took that game plan and went out with it and it it worked and it did very well that's awesome I mean in this age of AI and social media I know you brought it up before that you began posting uh some of your songs on TikTok when you were younger but like how do you how do you uh, plan to leverage your social media, like whether that be Instagram or a TikTok to like boost engagement and get new fans? A hundred percent just market interactively. I see so many artists marketing that like, whenever I market, I think, okay, I need to make this so other people will want to like the video. Like it has to be something, it has to be something besides just, hey, this is my song because who's going to, who's realistically, who's going to care to, like the video or use the sound you have to use something that people will find attraction to so that's what i try to do whatever with all of my social medias that's good um when when you heard the final version it has to be was there like was there a moment where it hit you where you're like damn like i i made a hit or was it something that like you had to gradually find out i definitely knew after i finished the song that like this was really really good but I did I didn't know like I didn't know if people would like it because it's not something that I usually made. It was something completely different. I knew that I really liked it, but I didn't know how other audiences would react. Mm. So it took That's, some time for like yeah. to get um you know feedback and stuff, which made me realize. Gotcha. No, that was a great answer. So 
I, I saw that you released a bunch of like remixes to has to be. And so I was curious, like, what was it like working with 33 Cole on the has to be remix? I didn't do a lot. I didn't really work with the artists on the has to be remixes one-on-one. It was more of a, like through my management thing, but I knew like, I, I definitely like checked it, checked out the artist before and was like, obviously approved of it. Cause made sure that they, like I could see them on the song and like same vision as me. And, Obviously, if I think they are talented, which I did. But yeah, yeah it wasn't much one-on-one work. Got it. No, that, that makes sense, especially in today's like age where you could just send tracks over. Um, can you can you talk to me about your most recent release, Hit My Line, HML? Like what was the song making process like for you on that one? So that song was made a long time ago. I think I made that song over over a year ago. And I never really planned on dropping it. Basically, I had just gotten so much, um, so much like feedback being like, make another song like has to be, like make another song like that. So I just sat down one day and I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And I made, I made hit my line and I sat on it for a long time, but I got, after like posting it and stuff and people hearing it, I got good feedback on it, which eventually obviously led me to release it. So how how did the song I know you said you made it a year ago, but like how did the song come together? Like was that a beat you you made like skeleton wise and then you had your friend work on it? You find that from YouTube, like it was a the YouTube lyrics. Beat. Great. So like how did everything like come together for the song? Like working on the song. Really? My um like development process of like making songs is very, very simple. I don't really I don't write lyrics. I just punch in. So I just like say the first thing that comes off my mind, rhyme with it and talk on the beat, really. No, that's good. Um, I remember I did make I made that song on Discord with some other artists and my manager because they were talking. They were like it was really helping me get inspiration from the other artists, like in the way like they do ad libs and vocals and stuff, trying to, um, you know, get better off learning around people on the call and i remember using some of their tips on that song absolutely that's great man um so you you have like a solid amount of music out for somebody who's only 16 year old 16 years old so i'm curious like what do you think is your most underrated song to date that like more fans need to check out oh hold on i need to look take your time man most underrated i'm gonna say definitely pour my heart pour my heart yeah okay so for everybody listening check out pour my heart by caps lock um so artistically musically creatively what do you see as areas for rooms of improvement as you develop into like a pretty successful and well-known artist before our eyes? I would say definitely like there's still some like mixing things. I definitely want to master before, you know, getting, getting too big. And I think it will help me grow. Um, uh, One thing I did struggle with for a long time, which I'm just been getting better at over time is like vocal delivery. Like if I if I listen to like some of my old songs from a long time ago, like especially like has to be any song before has to be, I didn't know how to like give good vocal delivery. I'm kind of like just like mumbling in the microphone. 
So like, what's the difference between a good vocal delivery and a bad vocal delivery for you? A bad, I just didn't, I didn't really know. I wasn't comfortable enough with the microphone. Now I can, you know, I can sing loud and like, you know, make it sound. I guess I, it would just be me trying to like make us make a certain make a certain sound like like a loud singing style, but n- not being able to sing loud because I mean I don't know I don't know why I couldn't. It was just like a like a like a wall in between me and the microphone. No, I understand. Um, like that artists, you know, it takes time for them to grow, like really feel comfortable in front of the mic. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, if you weren't making music what do you think what kind of life do you think you'd end up living like right now or just like in the future both talk to me caps lock come on right now i think i would i think i'd just be a normal normal high school kid i feel like i i feel like i would still be doing something in order to like make my own money like i would i definitely would be doing something online to make money because that's something i've always like wanted to do is just like break the like normal normal life system i definitely like i've always wanted to get out of that and you know be successful i think in the future if i hadn't uh went down the path of music i'd probably be doing some sort of business working some way in business um so what steps do you hope to take as an artist in this music industry over the next like five years or so like what are some goals you have I would say I definitely want to I definitely want to do more shows like I, I haven't really done any like performances. I definitely want to do like festival shows. I want to main goals is to be just like financially free. I want to be able to just like, you know, I never want money to be an issue and, you know, work, work with some of my work with some of my like um, favorite artists and stuff, artists I look up to. Yeah. I mean, those are some good goals for sure. Uh, so what types of music are you listening to right now? Do you have like a favorite artist right now? Favorite songs of the year? I listen to my music. The type of music I listen to is kind of everywhere. I'm not going to lie. I really, I've been listening to a lot of like, let me see. Let me see. Obviously I listen to underground stuff. I listen to like on the underground, on the underground part of it. I listen to like a bunch of, Isaiah TG and like Yapo JJ, like um, people like that. And then I also listen to like Drake and everybody mainstream too. Cool. Do you have like a favorite song right now? Like something that is consistently in your rotation? If Let me look on my, um, my stats for Spotify and it'll show me. I'll do like, let's see what my top song is in the past four weeks. So last four weeks, my top song is Rose by Jades. Okay. I've been listening to that song a lot. I can I can agree with that. Nice. Um, so right now, I'm going to make you choose between two Spartanburg staples. All right, you ready? All right. All right. The Beacon Drive-In or Cribs Kitchen on Main? Cribs. I do not okay. like the Beacon. The Beacon is not good. Okay. Tell me, tell me why somebody that's never been. I don't know. I just hate it. I like, I used to go when I was younger and stuff. I haven't been since, but it's like, it's like kind of gross. Okay. Like it's not, it's, it's not what it's, it's not what it's hyped up to be. 
people but but a bunch of people around here are like oh the beacon's so good and you know obviously still give it the credit but not for me definitely not for me are you a fan of a uh, flock shop flock shop what's that i believe it's a restaurant in spartanburg i looked up best restaurants in spartanburg wait wait um, did you say cribs was on that list yeah yeah that's like one of the best i didn't know that was like a very popular restaurant here it's on main man everybody's on main street in spartanburg true. Uh, true. <laughs> um all right so i only have a couple more questions left they're, they're a bit on the lighter side so i'm curious what is your favorite cheese and why whatever what's the normal cheese that comes on pizza mozzarella mozzarella i'd like i am a very picky eater i probably like i think i only eat three things what are the three things pizza chicken and steak okay okay that's all right that's interesting i mean i'd consider adding other foods into the i definitely i definitely should but like nothing else tastes good to me and i've like i like i mean i still try stuff i've there's a lot of stuff I've tried and I like it. My, my like food palette's kind of random. No, I hear that, you know, teach their own. I mean, you're, you're doing pretty well for yourself. You can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> um, last question though, is, is there any new music from you on the horizon? Any new singles or projects coming out? Are we finally going to get the caps lock debut album? Like what's going on? Definitely expect some new music. I'm sitting on a lot of really good music right now that I just haven't dropped yet. So there's definitely going to be, new music coming up i'm dropping again on i think uh september 22nd so in like two weeks new song will come out then and then what's the name of the song it's called there for you there for you i'm looking forward man appreciate it thank you man of course thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me over at the juice um and i really appreciate it caps lock for real of course man thank you for having me